Welcome to Dad Devotionals with Dave Domzowski. This is the place for Christian fathers, husbands, and those who love them to find the inspiration, grace, and guidance to help you live God's will for your life and finish your race strong. We share scripture readings, prayers, and advice to help you in your personal and professional life. Now pop in the earbuds or turn up the volume and let's get to today's episode. Hey guys, before we begin here, I want to tell you about a few things. First, Orthodox at Work. It's a new monthly podcast series that I'll be doing with Sean Reed, an Orthodox deacon and business coach. It will be featured on the Dad Devotionals podcast at the end of each month, starting in June. We will discuss how to live out orthodoxy in the workplace and your business. Secondly, please show your support for the IOCC, or International Orthodox Christian Charities. I'm spreading the word about their DIY fundraising initiative. Do it yourself for IOCC is a chance to raise awareness and funds in creative ways. You're inspired. Now do something about it. Decide how you will make an impact for this cause you care about so much. Show the world your passion as you bring your vision to life. Get involved at IOCC.org slash DIY. Now let's get to today's interview. Welcome to Dad Devotionals, everyone. It's great to be here. Joining me today is an Orthodox Christian and friend of the show by the name of James Constantine. James is a multimedia marketing consultant with the Frederick News Post. He's a graduate of York College of Pennsylvania, where he majored in history with a minor in business administration. He's been married for about four, four, four to five years. I'm going to say five years, actually. That's what you told me, five years, to his wife, Stephanie, and they have two young boys. And he's here to join me today to talk about his journey to the faith and how he's bringing his children up as Orthodox Christians. James, welcome to Dad Devotionals. It's great to have you. Thank you very much. Can you just kind of paint a picture for us about your Orthodox journey? From what I understand, you were raised in the faith, correct? That's correct. So I, my father's lineage is Greek, which is naturally an Orthodox country. And so mm-hmm. He was raised Orthodox in the Greek church. And then he married my mom, who came from a Methodist background, and she converted to Orthodoxy. Okay. And then we, you know, they, within Orthodoxy, they had bounced around a little bit. When I was little, we went to uh, an OCA church in uh, Bethesda, Maryland, where I'm from. And then we had switched to an Antiochian Orthodox church which is where I go now. Okay, so what was it like, I mean, growing up in the faith? I guess you had, you had a mom who, who converted, um, but obviously your dad, you know, was he a convert or did he grow up as well? I would, I would imagine he probably grew up with it as well. Yes, he grew up with it as well. Okay, so, so what was that like growing up in the faith? Because, you know, I'm sure your dad tried to instill a lot of things in you. Uh, what, what are some of the things that you uh, carried with you to today? I mean, growing up in the faith was, it was just a part of who we were. I mean, mm-hmm. I think a lot of it had to do with our, our background, you know, the Greek background. Sure. I feel like you know, when you're born Greek, you're just kind of Orthodox. That's just kind of how it is. I mean, right. I guess uh, Russian, the same thing too, right? Exactly. So, I mean, quite <laughs> frankly, I think there is a difference between growing up in an Orthodox background and joining an orthodox background um, in your personal life, yeah. uh, orthodoxy was uh, it was it was part of who we were. We went to church every Sunday. 
I went to church camp at Antiochian Village for several years. Okay, okay. I didn't know that. Of course, we, of course, we celebrated Easter. So it was, um, it was just a part of who we were. Sure, sure. Um, so what was it like for, you ever talked about, about your mom, uh, you know, about how she, how she grew up Methodist? And, you know, obviously Anna and I are converts. Uh, Stephanie is a convert too, correct? Correct. So what, did she ever share with you what that was like to, you know, basically leave what she grew up with behind? Because I, I think sharing that element might make it easy because some of the guys that listen are obviously Orthodox converts as well. So what was it like for her? And, um, you know, how did she come to grips with making that decision to raise you Orthodox and to convert herself? To be quite honest, it's not really the kind of thing that we talked a lot about as okay. family. I mean, it was one of those things where we just kind of were Orthodox. You know, the little bit I've talked to my mom about it, my understanding is, is that she grew up Methodist, but I don't think that she was necessarily a regular mm. uh, churchgoer as a young adult. And so when she met my father, it was and he, much like with my wife, quite frankly, when I met my wife and we started dating, I, I said, you know, pretty quickly I said, uh, I'm an Orthodox Christian. And uh, when I get married, I'm going to be married to the Orthodox Church. And I think my father said something very similar. And my mom figured, I, you know, she didn't really have a, a strong uh, background with her faith. And my father uh, had, you know, and I guess a strong background. So she just joined the Orthodox church. Mm -hmm. Okay. So tell us about your immediate family today. Um, what are some of the things that you guys do to live out the faith at home? We, it's hard. I will say <laughs> life is, is so busy yeah. that it's very easy to, uh, to put your faith uh, in the background, but mm -hmm. we really try and do some key things, and I think what's important really is to make it um, a repetition. We, we try to go to church every Sunday, and right now we really try to watch a service on YouTube if we can, or like one Sunday uh, in lieu of that, we prayed in a prayer corner. I try to make as a habit spending about five minutes um, with each child saying different prayers each night before we go to bed. And I do, I try to be understanding that their attention span is very short, but I try to also mix it up and explain what we're talking about. Like I've tried to include some of the hymns. I try to explain what we're saying and why we're saying it. What, uh, what hymns do you focus on? Cause I think that'd be helpful for guys to hear. Quite frankly, Dave, I, I, I couldn't, I don't have um, memorization. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I had that prepared with me. It's okay. Maybe share with me uh, after after we record, and I, I can link it up in the in the show notes for everybody to check out. Yeah, maybe it could be a follow up. That sounds good. Uh, so l let's talk a little bit of, uh, more about you know what you're trying to do to instill the faith uh, in your kids, and what you're doing specifically, you know, other than the prayers at night, um, you know, to really bring them up in the faith, and what what that really looks like on a day to day basis. Do you have anything to offer there? I mean, my children are two and four. Mm -hmm. So at this age, their understanding naturally is a little bit limited. But even with that, I'm, one thing I'm trying to do as a father is I'm trying to explain why we're doing what we're doing. I mean, with my upbringing in the church, we went to church every Sunday, but sometimes it kind of felt like it was almost just rote. 
this is what we did because that's just the way it is. And one of my goals is to go a little bit beyond that and explain why we're doing what we're doing. What does it mean? What's the significance? Right. No, no, that, that makes sense. I know I was raised Catholic and, you know, my, my dad was at best a Eastern Christmas Catholic. And um, I think they call it ENC Catholic. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, the same thing about being wrote, even though we went to a Catholic grade school, going to church on Sunday was just something you did. And sometimes we may not even have made it to it. So we, we, we often tried to, but it was usually something to just kind of tick the box and check it off for the week. But there was really no um, focus in engaging there outside of, you know, outside of Sunday or Saturday night service at 530. Um, I do want to ask you this, James, what are some of the struggles that you face as a man, as a dad, as a husband in trying to deepen your faith as an Orthodox Christian today? That's a pretty deep question. <laughs> well, no, just give me the, you know, the two minute version. I think a lot of it has to do with prioritizing. Mm -hmm. A lot of it has to do really, you know, when you have a, a long day with work, when you have a long day with kids, trying to make sure that you have time for God mm -hmm. and to get beyond just the rote stuff. Like, yes, you know, I bless myself before I eat. And like I said, you know, we, we do the prayers with the kids, but really trying to find that time in, in solitude, really talk to God and make sure that he is a priority in my life. Because ultimately without him, there's nothing, there's no success in business or with family or health or anything. Sure. Absolutely. How, how do you carve out that time? Is, is there a time say in the morning that maybe you're, uh, I know you're on the road a lot, maybe not right now, but usually you are. Uh, is it something that you do? Maybe you get up early, you, 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 you get your prayers in, not get them in, but you know, that's your, that's your focus time. Or maybe when you're driving, what, what does that look like for you? Quite frankly, it's whenever I, whenever I can find the time. I, I wish I could say I have a set time, but it's just sure. whenever, whenever, whenever I seem to find it, a lot of times it's in the evening. Yeah. It seems like in the evening I have the most time. Well, I mean, I can appreciate that. I mean, I know I struggle with that myself. I, I try to really make it a priority in the morning, or at least I've started to um, earlier this year. Uh, but time escapes you. And I think that, you know, dads especially can appreciate that when, especially coming home or coming out of the office at home right now, or stepping in the door, you know, once the, the kids greet you and the wife kind of hands them off, if she stay at home, or, you know, in your case, you know, you're both working parents, it, it's tough to really carve out that time. So I think it's, it's commendable that you're even, you know, putting forth the effort. And cause I know a lot of guys struggle with it. And even in some of the Facebook groups that I check out for Orthodox dads and Christian dads as a whole. So, so James kind of switching gears a little bit here. One of the goals that I'm trying to do in interviewing dads who are just laymen, every, everyday fathers just trying to raise their kids in the faith. Uh, I, I like to talk about the struggles in uh, during liturgy, because I think that's a real um, pain point for a lot of, a lot of parents. The struggle is real. I know that I've had my own struggles with kids and I've got, I've had my own frustrations uh, can you tell us about some of the things that you and Stephanie have done that have one worked and two haven't worked and you probably wouldn't try again? Nothing has really worked. It's, it's a, it's a constant struggle. Actually, I take that back. One thing I've seen that has worked is when the kids are separate, they mm -hmm. tend to be better. Okay. But the problem is 
that doesn't really work when we are both there. Sure. What's interesting is there was a period, especially when Stephanie was pregnant with my second, with Sebastian, mm. and when Sebastian was very young, that she didn't go to church very much. And I would still go almost every Sunday, and I typically would take Zach with me. Mm. And Zach behaved pretty well, actually. So that was really my only control experiment. When I had him, life was good. But with both kids, it's 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 either terrible or worse. Yeah, no, I, I found this similar thing. Like, you know, when you – you got to give them something to do. Um, I, I know with, with us at St. Mary's, what, what Father David has encouraged us to do is, you know – bring in some kind of um, orthodox related reading material or coloring book. I know the coloring has helped a lot. So at least for, for my children, guys out there, you know, try the coloring book or, you know, maybe try the, you know, man to man approach, woman to woman approach for uh, that, uh, that James and his wife seem to be trying to implementing here. So just a recommendation. What is some, this is something that's, that wasn't on my list of questions, but just something that kind of popped in my head as we're talking here. I know, you know, it's tough for us dads to find times with our wives and just to, to be alone, to have that, that intimacy time, just to, you know, maybe pray together or maybe just, um, you know, kind of decompress. What are some, what are some things that, that you and Stephanie do to, you know, maybe hand off the kids to grandparents or hire a babysitter or anything you guys do to, to deepen your faith together, one, and then just, just, just to just kind of get away and just um, find that time to kind of rekindle your love for each other can you offer anything for there well i think it dep- everyone's situation is different uh, my sure. parents live about an hour away so they don't um take the kids too often but uh, i mean we try to spend time together once the kids are put to bed being that we both work that's definitely a struggle i mean i wish i could say the kids went to bed at a reasonable hour but they really don't i understand um, but i will say a couple times my sister has volunteered to watch the kids and let us have a night out that has been just priceless for us so shout out to my sister Catherine for uh for that there you go but it's it's tough i mean everyone's situation is different but when you're both working and we both work hard we leave everything out there on the field and then you want to give time to your kids and you want including spiritual time by the time they're down for bed we're both exhausted and i think i guess that's just part of of uh, the, the way things work yeah I think that's just part of the the life we're in right now. Cause you know, you know, my kids are four and two as well. So, you know, Anna was talking to me the other, the other day about it and she was just discussing it with a friend who's a little bit older and, you know, who has older kids. And she's like, that's just the stage of life you're in. I mean, that's, that sounds about right. I mean, there's a reason you're exhausted. So I don't know if that's encouragement, but at least it uh, offers the fact that you're not alone. <laughs> so, um, so James, I, I know it's it's been a struggle for my family, you know, during COVID, during quarantine, social distancing, not being able to go to church, even for, especially for something like like Pascha. Um, you know, online services via YouTube or Facebook Live have been a true blessing. How is the Constantine family doing with online services right now? The online services for my wife and I have been very helpful. It doesn't work for the children. <laughs> It, it, I'll be honest. It just doesn't. Yeah. I mean, we, we we tried it at first, and we found very quickly that what ended up happening was a lot of screaming and yelling and a lot of pausing. So a two-hour service turned into a three-hour service, which isn't really going to work for anybody. So you know, bits and pieces. You know, if the kids want to come, sometimes the kids will come up and we'll say, "Hey, if you want to watch, you know, sit quietly." 
but we mostly have been tolerant. If they want to go downstairs and play with their toys, my thought process is as important as the church is to me, this is temporary and they're young. So when they're older, they're not going to remember the services they didn't watch on television because they're, they were um, playing with their toys. Right. No, no you're, you're totally right. It, I actually had uh, Dr. Philip Mamalakis on the podcast. I want to say episode 22, uh, and I'll, I'll link that up in the show notes, guys, for you to check out. But he actually relayed the same thing. He, he's got, his kids are a little bit older. I think he's got, I want to say seven, maybe, maybe eight. And they were all at home at the time now, too, while they're watching services because they're whether in college or whatever. And, you know, they all got to be home because they can't be at the dorm. And it, one of his sons just said to him, I was like, Dad, online, this is boring. I mean, uh, church is boring, but th- online church is really boring. <laughs> so he just said he, he doesn't he's not expecting them to stand there at attention the whole time or even or even focus. But, you know, when the gospel's being read, at least for the older children, you know, had them stand and just at least, at least listen to the gospel. You know, you, you can't expect them to be, you know, standing at attention. I mean, it, it's even hard for, for Anna and I to do, um, even at, you know, even, even ourselves as, as adults. So I think what you and Stephanie are doing, you know, is the least you can expect from, from kids. So I, uh, I commend you there for even having them show up at all. Um, James, is there a piece of scripture or maybe a quote from the church fathers that you've carried with you, I guess, through your years being an Orthodox Christian that you want to share? I think the one constant for me has been, it's very simple, the Jesus prayer. You know, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. Because if I could say one thing to Jesus in my life, that's what it is. Mm, amen to that. And I, I can appreciate that. I mean, that's, that's a prayer that I often turn to, you know, if I don't have a book handy or something, or maybe I'm at work or I'm just in a stressful situation. Uh, and usually if I just focus on those words, uh, it will, it will calm me down in the moment, hopefully, because anger and anxiety, stress are the kind of things that uh, overwhelm me at times. So it's, it's, it's definitely a go-to um, for, for mine. And then obviously we're in good company with, you know, uh, uh, priests and, and monks and, you know, obviously the church fathers themselves. What about uh, any kind of reading material? Is there anything you're reading from an Orthodox perspective or even just an overall Christian perspective that, um, you found helpful recently? I've been reading from uh, my Orthodox study Bible. Oh, I've been reading, I've been you know, reading more of the Psalms, but I mean, quite frankly, I, prob- I probably have not been reading up to the point that I wish I was. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, one of the books that I, that I've actually enjoyed, uh, and I'm actually do I'm actually putting those in, in part of the episodes here is the wisdom of Sirach. I know that's not usually a, a, a portion of the Bible that's, that's used or that was even in like, the NIV or anything like that. But I just got, I mean, it's in a style similar to Proverbs. And I think that's why I like it so much because it's just, it's simple everyday truths that are just kind of just stand the test of time. So, uh, you know, I appreciate that. I think I got, give me one second. I got my Orthodox study Bible right here as well. So very good. (laughs) James, I got to tell you, this has been excellent, man. I really appreciate you just, being vulnerable, being humble with us, and, and just sharing, um, you know, just just sharing your insights. Is there anything last piece of advice you want to give the dads before we sign off here? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you got to give me something. Give me thirty seconds of something. Give me give me some Constantine wisdom here. I, I mean, it's what I would say is it's very challenging mm-hmm. uh, being a father, raising Orthodox Christian children, but 
it's it's fulfilling and i i couldn't i couldn't imagine doing it any other way because that's really what life is about i think being an orthodox christian father is about really paying attention to what matters mm-hmm. and our faith in jesus is what matters at the end of the day see see you had it in here the whole time it came together in the end didn't it <laughs> James Constantine, I really appreciate it, man. Um, I know you're new to Zoom. This was excellent. So you can use this as, uh, you know, as part of your uh, CV or resume for going forward. If you know, anyone ever asks if you can handle yourself on video, you've done an excellent job, man. I appreciate it. Very good. Well, thank you very much for having me on. No problem at all. And we'll see you again next time, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Dad Devotionals with me. Dave Domzowski. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and also email us at daddevotionals at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash daddevotionals and also youtube.com slash daddevotionals. Make sure to subscribe, like us, do whatever you got to do to stay in touch. Thank you for listening.